Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Pen Addict Podcast, your weekly show where we discuss pens, paper and the analogue tools that we love so dearly and just can never get enough of. I am Mike Hurley of the 70 Decibels Network and I am joined as always by your host, the Pen Addict himself, the man not ashamed of his addiction, that is Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hello sir, how are you? I'm not, not ashamed at all, not ashamed at all. It's something that we, uh, that we, we don't need an intervention for. Well, yeah, you, anyway. you know when you find you finally cross over uh, to where you're you're fine with your addiction when you're at work, and you work in a very, you know, not not stodgy, but a very um, you know standard cubicle farm, and you you can break out the fountain pen, and someone can come by and ask you about it, and you can actually have a conversation without like uh, you know blowing them off or hiding it. You know, you 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 own that addiction, and I, I'm owning it, Mike. I've been showing off my vanishing point all week. <laughs> colleagues people have been pointing it out um obviously it is obviously i say this episode is uh, sponsored by squarespace and we're going to talk about them a little bit in the show so i think maybe probably this time we should talk about what we're using um i haven't got anything new this week um i am going to be placing an order quite soon for the uh, the retro 51s that i've been talking about found found a great place that's got them in stock online um i'm not going to tell you where that is <laughs> <laughs> i will tell you once I bought them. <laughs> oh, but they have the new models and they stuff. They have the new models, yeah, because jet pens aren't going to be getting them for a while. Nice. Okay, cool. Very nice. <laughs> that's, a, a that's a problem, right? It's not about I, teasing. I just don't want anyone else to buy them. I know. I do the same thing. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> I have done that before. I was like, let me do this, get it squared away, and then I'll tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> but, you know, I, I would suggest it's like the... Retro 51 have a lot of American um, distributors, so go to their yeah. site. But this is just a place that ships internationally, and there aren't gotcha. a lot of them. Yep, cool. Because even the, the UK distributor has not got them in for a while yet. Now I'm not I'm I'm not using uh, many things new this week, but I did send you uh, something. I did send you a link this morning that I saw pop in, in the new feed at JetPens. Oh. It's a pen we we mentioned just in passing. I don't know one of the early episodes and uh, that Lamy Dialogue three that other that retractable fountain pen that looks like a twist right Yep, it is a twist now it's a twist so it's still a retractable nib but it's a twist body barrel now you know what that's gonna done what that, that's the, that's the pen that's replaced the vanishing point on the list for me oh wow that's the now that you have the vanishing vanishing point there has to be a next on the list right yeah, there has to be the next dream pen and that's it yeah. now this one yeah. is like twice the price it's like three hundred dollars yeah I, I think that's out of my range i think that's out of my comfort zone yeah something you know? really big would have to happen for me to yeah to, but you know i did initially think that about the vanishing point i i agree i agree so, so you never know what's gonna you don't you never know what the future may hold it took me about a year to talk myself into the vanishing point so maybe in another year i'll have a i do like the uh they have a this i linked you the black one but they have a silver barrel one that i thought that looked looked pretty sharp I actually um, held one and, and messed around with it a little bit when I was at the uh, Atlanta Pen Show. When I actually bought my Vanishing Point, the same guy had one of the di- had a few dialogues, and actually I, I like the feel of the Vanishing Point better. It, it it talked to me more. Plus, it was about half the price, like you say. <laughs> that that probably spoke volumes. Yeah. Yep. But uh, otherwise, I haven't really used uh, too many new things this week, other than I mentioned some fountain pen inks that i had purchased i don't know within the last few weeks i finally got to inking up um a few days ago uh, the roar and cleaner 
Koningsblau, and that's totally butchered. I, I'm fully aware. And my, our friend Lucas has sent me the correct pronunciation, but that one's really, really hard to nail down. And uh, the uh, Diamine Wild Strawberry, I wanted, a, I wanted a bright red, and I'm always looking for nice dark blues inks. Um, outside of black, I like a, a dark blue, not necessarily a blue-black, but just kind of a deep, rich blue. Mm-hmm. And this, this Koningsblau is... It might be one of the one of the favorites. I got to use it some more. I've I've just loaded up my prayer, loaded up a prayer with it, um, played around with it for a little bit, and the color's really really nice. So I'm gonna I'm gonna work some more on that and getting getting a review up on that. Um, I'll do I'll do a review on both of them. I still haven't figured out how I'm gonna do these ink reviews. Um, it's it's not coming naturally to me. I, I haven't figured out what I want to do yet with that. I don't want to force it, but um, yeah, I guess you know, you've we'll, got a, we'll see. You've got to pick a pen. Right, mm-hmm. which is going to give a consistency across all the ink reviews that you do, right? Because that's to make for for fair testing, right? So you've got exactly. to, you you can't just use different pens because that's going to give you a different experience. So you've got to pick something that you just use for that. That's exactly right, and I have I haven't made that decision yet. So I've just gone on JetPens' site quickly. Mm-hmm. Kaweco Classic Sport Mechanical Pencil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this looks very attractive. Yeah, they actually nice have the. Thing. They make the AL, the aluminum barrel, in a ballpoint and a mechanical pencil, and those have kind of been speaking to me over the months because nice I'm such a I'm such a fan of the AL Sport fountain pen. Yeah, the they have is, a AL Sport um, ballpoint and mechanical pencil, as well as a classic Sport, like you're seeing. Obviously, they'll be in the show notes. Um, the only thing about that is, I just I I know that I would never enjoy a mechanical pencil other than a Kurutoga. Yeah, because it's the mechanism, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it makes a big difference when you're when you're writing the the Kurutoga. Um, but you know, I, I I do like the the nice design of the uh, the Rotring six hundred. That's the that's one I've been using. I like the the heavy metal brass body pencils um, with the knurled grip areas. Knurled grip areas. Um, I, I like the those drafting style pencils a lot. Um, just the design of that, uh, I really enjoy. So I, I use the, when I'm not using the Kurotoga, I use the, the 600. So yeah, I'm oh, sorry, I totally derailed that discussion. So yeah, for the ink reviews, I guess you need to make sure you've got some sort of control environment. Yep. Um, and I, I haven't decided on that yet. It's, diff- you know? it's difficult because, well, you've, make, you've got to make sure that it's shot right. Yep. And I'm a horrible photographer. I, I, that is one thing I do not enjoy is uh, is the photography piece of it because I just I don't grasp it and I have no interest in spending a lot of time in it. It's kind of a time you know I have enough time sink getting just getting the pens reviewed and everything. I don't need a second time sink in building out a photography studio and uh, that, so I haven't you know to mm. my detriment i haven't taken the time to learn everything i can about my camera and, and shooting right so yeah i i agree with you wholeheartedly and that's ever since day 1 that's always been on my list and it's still on my list <laughs> i've just never it's never been my thing you know i maybe yeah. partly though Brad because you weren't um you weren't too high on on fountain pens previously Mm-hmm. So maybe the fact that you're now a more of a fountain pen nerd, that it will actually help you when doing the ink. Like you might have more of a, like even though it's not too much, it might still be more of a um, 
of of like a want to do it than you did previously. Yeah, I think I think that's a fair point, and uh, we'll we'll probably see that being the case because I'm what's what's happening right now is it's driving me crazy that I have these inks sitting there that I'm not using, and yeah. it's just because I haven't figured out how I want to do that yet. So I at least made the step of filling them up so I can start you know playing around with the inks and the colors. Um, you know that. I could end up with a whole shelf full of inks, and I, I don't. What, what I don't want to end up with, with is a shelf full of you know just one shot test inks. So yeah, I, I got to figure something out. I mean, I've got enough noodlers here to potentially last me a lifetime. I know, but that's not going to stop and you from buying more, is it? No, and that's one bottle. I mean, I do like filling some pens, but the whole filling of the ink thing is is difficult for me. I actually think I do prefer the cartridge method. Method, to be honest. That's the that's the other thing. I'm with the, the vanishing point. The cartridge has been working out. I just need to get some drained so I can swap out some of these inks, and that's what I'm going to do a bunch of. But tell you what, you know, I, I use that for my work pen, so I don't know if I'm going to, you know, how how often I'm going to be wanting to clean that out to do a test. Yeah, I tell you what, I've already gone through one the Mickey cartridge though. Nice. Like I've gone through one like in in a week and a bit. Cool. Yeah, I think it's. it's I haven't gone through one yet, and it's been yeah, week and a half, two weeks. That does but, show you know, how I'm much not, I use. I'm not a hardcore writer at work. Yeah, see, I am, and I guess that that's telling, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm using I'm using it exclusively. I'm I'm having trouble using other pens now. I actually got an email about that today. How's the vanishing point going? Are you kicking these gel pens to the side? <laughs> I'm not yes. kicking them to the I'm not kicking them to the curb, but it, I reach for the vanishing point nine times out of ten these days. Yeah, my my problem, like I, mentioned, I think I mentioned it last week, it's vanishing point at work and Retro Fifty One at home, and, and I'm mm-hmm. not actually I'm not using anything else because it's like I don't want to. <laughs> right. I have these two pens that I really really enjoy using. Yep. And I'm sure it will change, but as time goes on. But for the time being, I've got a whole pen cup like overflowing with unused, probably dried up fountain pens now. You know. <laughs> I know. I, I worry about that too. So I'm yep. using my. Uh, Kawiko Lilliput to make yeah. notes as we talk today, but um, I'm a I'm a big Kawiko fan. So we do have a we do have a real topic this week, but before that, we'll talk a little bit about Squarespace, and then we'll we'll, we'll talk we're going to talk about Kickstarter projects today, which is something we've been wanting to discuss since episode yes. one, 16 weeks ago, 16 17 weeks ago, which is a long time. So um, this episode is brought to you by Squarespace, who provide you with everything you need to create an amazing, beautiful, and totally awesome website. Um, we're going to talk a little bit this week to you, I think, Brad, because finally the pen addict has successfully moved over to Squarespace, and it's there to stay. Yes. You, uh, th- you know, as we spoke about last week, um, something we don't talk about too much, actually, is Squarespace's support. They have 24-7 fanatical support who are ready to help you with, with your issues, and you can raise support tickets and, of course, one of you by email. It's really cool. I've had good interactions with them. They fixed an entire part of the service for Brad, so... Yeah, you know, be, yeah. They they pushed out a bug fix for me to fix one of the problems I was having. So um, that's uh, that's pretty dedicated support. Not just uh, well, yeah, we're working on it. We're gonna. That's just kind of how it is right now. They're like, oh, we see the problem. We can duplicate the problem. Give us some time to work on on patching it. Then I got an email saying, hey, we we just pushed the fix out. We tested out your your import. Um, we're seeing everything working right. So why don't you test it now and tell us how it's going? So that was uh, it was a, good, it was a yeah. good good experience. It took some time, but um, anything you know, platform wide, 
you know, they're, they're pushing out a fix not for one person. It's going to affect other people. So they have, I'm yeah. sure they have testing and, and, and other um, standards in place to, to be able to push a patch out. So that was much appreciated, their, uh, their dedication to get that done for me. And uh, that, that was, it was very cool. And what, what's your experience been so far of using Squarespace? It's been really good. Uh, I've just gone with a real basic template just to get started. I want to get everything over there settled in and, you know, kind of figure out how I want to design the site. And, you know, I'm not very far along in that now. But what what I've noticed, a couple of things I've noticed so far. One, with the templates and the widgets that they call them right now, I guess they're changing the name of that in a future version. It's really simple to just... manipulate the site how i want it if i if i want to make a change it's i mean i actually can go live on you know looking at my like if you went to pinatic.com right now for me being like the the, being the administrator i'll just see that same page as you see but then i'll have a little some little extra buttons where i can move around things add things edit things right there live on that page i can see how they're how the design would implement right there and then i can push that if i want the second thing I've seen or that I've noticed is how responsive and snappy not only my site is, but all the backend tools are. Um, you know, Pinatic.com, is, it's probably because I've got it less junked up as I did on my old site, but it, it loads faster. Um, it looks great on iOS devices. And all the backend tools from the, the commenting management, the uh, Man, the reporting, the reporting stuff is really nice. I don't even have Google Analytics installed. I mean, the Squarespace, yeah, the Squarespace Analytics is very thorough and it's really, really good. I didn't even bother with Analytics, which I've done on any other site that I, I've put out there before. And just all the back-end pages, I mean, it's fast. Every, everything about Squarespace is fast and responsive and, and snappy. I've, I've been real pleased with that. And the final thing, and I alluded to it a second ago, is the iOS applications are killer um i made a typo in the giveaway post earlier this week <laughs> and i wasn't you know i was reading the emails and i caught caught, caught a couple of them saying you know i was going to give it a, you know was going to announce the winner on march 31st instead of may 31st well <laughs> <laughs> just for some reason I, I've, I've done that all may long i've been ty- <laughs> writing down march and doing weird things like that that's, that's what, not the first that's time that, that's happened that, to me that's what that Look, time change will do to you man yeah, definitely. Luckily, March is almost over. But, um, <clears throat> you know, I, so I, after the second person said something, I was like, oh, I need to go in there and change that. Well, I just I grabbed my iPad, clicked on my Squarespace icon, went and edited the post, deleted March, typed in May, and hit, pub, hit send a website, and I was done. I mean, I didn't have to get my computer out or anything to edit the post. So I was – that was one of the things I was most anxious about using, and it's it's come in – Really, really handy. So I, I'm very, very happy so far. And the thing is, I mean, I'm only in the beginning of my site. You know, that's that's this isn't what I don't think this is what the site's. I like the site how it's designed right now, but it's real plain. I'm, I'm going to add add some things, so it, I have the flexibility to do that. Um, and it, it's it's really good. I, I've been real happy so far. Cool. That's a, I can't, that's a ringing endorsement. I don't think I can say much more than that. Other than, if you want to uh, 
go and start a two-week free trial, which we can offer you, so you can play around with this and get your own feel for how Squarespace works, then go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels. You don't need any credit card to sign up, and if you do sign up, make sure you use the offer code 70 decibels 5 at 70-D-E-C-I-B-E-L-S-5 at checkout. You'll get 10% off your first order, and this will also let Squarespace know that we sent you. So there we go. Just before we do knock into our topic, um, mm-hmm. I, I've just had a quick look on, on for some reason, just in the jet pens, fountain pens category. <laughs> and the vanishing point is the 10th in their t- most popular list. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't help but think that's something to do with us. I I say without a doubt. I mean, because I, that's such an I expensive can't, I can't pen. say for a fact, but I actually watch those rankings sometimes. And yeah, I I totally I you know I think they got the uh, the pen attic push. Yeah, because yeah, unfortunately they've been sold out for a while. But I, yeah, I, those are those are some pilot. And just give you a little insight without giving away too much. Some pilot products are hard to restock, like the high tech C's. You know, the jet pens would sell out of those a lot, and they're hard to hard to replenish in a in a timely fashion. They always get them. Sometimes it might be a few weeks. Um, I think on the the vanishing points, the turnaround time's a, a little bit quicker. So hopefully they'll uh, get some more in soon. They've got broad and mediums, just no no. Fine. Okay, good. No I mean, fines. it's just funny. It's sitting there like around a bunch of let's see, you've got like twenty six dollar pens, twenty three dollar <laughs> pens. It's just below the uh, AL Sport at seventy six bucks. But it's just funny to see it sitting in that list. Yep, and that's a good thing for people. You know, for people not to you know t- totally pimp out on jet pens, which we obviously both love, and I used to work for. But when I'm looking for something new, if I need some in- inspiration, if you kick, click on the main categories, like Mike's talking about, just clicking on the fountain pen tab, they're sorted by popularity. I yeah, mean, those which are the, is awesome. And it's a rolling it's a rolling window. I forget the range. It's not like an all time popularity. It's it's a rolling window. I forget the the range. It's probably a few months. Um, something like that. Um, so it's a short-term kind of a snapshot of what the most popular pins are right now. So that kind of gives you a, a starting point if you're shopping for any type of pen, pencil, bag. Every page has the the popularity sort, and and that's what that is, and that's what Mike's talking about there. There's some, that's just come across quite a nice-looking pen, the Pelican M205 piston-filled. Fountain yeah, those are, are sharp-looking. They look very good. Don't <laughs> we need to stop looking because you'll be on there all day. I do. So let's talk about what we're actually here to talk about today. Yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, Kickstarter pins and in relation to the the Pilot High Tech C. Mostly, that seems to be the impetus for all of these designs that we've seen out on Kickstarter. I think starting almost a year ago, um, I think it was June or July. The the pin type A landed on Kickstarter and you know I right after it launched I, I got an email from um, one of the guys designing it's a guy and a girl design team uh, called CWNT it's uh, Sayway and Taylor uh, from CWNT and I got a um, got an email saying hey we started this project on Kickstarter we're using the high tech C and of course my interest is you know totally peaked at that time and this is before you know, the, this past year where there's been lots of other projects it's with not, the high-tech C. Like, it's not even just Kickstarter pens. It's just the high-tech C. Like, that is seems to be, like, the majority, a massive majority of Kickstarter pen projects are built around the high-tech C. Far, far and away. Far and away. It, yeah. And, um, and I started talking back and forth with him, and I really liked his design. I think I was backer number 16 on this project. 
I'd have to look. Um, I will. It was later. something like that. I, actually, I wrote a post about it when I ordered it. Um, I, I think I put down my my number, not knowing at the time what was going to happen. And Sayway at the time had had no idea. We're talking back and forth about, you know, hey, can it, what can we do on refills? Do you think we can get some, think we can get like three hundred refills? You know, for us, you know, when we when we make these pens, we're going to need all these high tech C refills, yada yada yada. And you know, I started talking about it, and and the I, I don't I can't explain what happened with the pen type A, but it absolutely blew the doors off of anyone's expectations. I mean, there ended up being their their goal was twenty five hundred dollars, and they ended up. Um, the project closed at $281,989. And the, I think it was the success of this um, that that obviously made the the whole thing blow up because it made such a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, it, it's a, I forget the Kickstarter has ratings of like the most uh, oversubscribed projects of all time. And... At, at a point, this was like in the top ten. I know there's been lots of changes since since this project yeah, launched. There's but been a bunch of million dollar projects. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's been a bunch that that ranking has changed. But at the time when it funded, it was in the top. It might have even been in the top five most. Um, I'm not surprised. It's a, highest percentage oversubscribed or over over the funding goal. I can't find uh, your number anyway. Okay, I'll find it. I'm but sure it, no big deal. But anyway, it was it was really early. It was in I think it was in the teens. And you know, I'm emailing him. I was like, "Do you do you think 300 is going to do? Do you think 300 refills are going to cut it?" And then you know, within a week, they're like at a thousand. I was like, I, "There's we're, we might we might have a problem here before too long if this keeps going nuts." And yeah, it ended up being you know over 4,000 pins. And it's actually if you're if you're listening to the show, and I. You're obviously a pin fan if you're listening to the show, but even if you're not a pin fan or know someone that's not a pin fan that's into manufacturing and design, you need to go read the updates on the pin type A project because not only this became a successful Kickstarter project, but it came a, became a manufacturing nightmare for CWNT. And to their credit, they have been open and honest every step of the way, what their successes are, what their failures are. And they've had some big failures with manufacturing and what their challenges have been. If you're even remotely interested in this kind of stuff on the, well, we'll link it in the show notes to the Kickstarter page, but there's an updates tab. Start at update number one and you'll see. And then really once the project closes and they move into the manufacturing phase, there's some epic posts on there that'll take you like an hour to read each post um, the, the videos and stuff, the stuff that they went through to get these manufactured is, is crazy. And they still haven't shipped every pin yet. Wow. Um, I, I would since, and they did it by order by backing order. So I got one out of the first batch. So I've had mine for months now and there's people that still don't have their pin. The last update so, was on May 21st. Yep, they they've been good about keeping everyone up to date on everything. So it's so I, I know it's more been a than huge anything, challenge for them. More than anything, they would have just had trouble getting the amount of refills required. Yeah, I mean because that's it's too many it. to buy from an individual store, and probably not enough to buy straight from from uh, from Pilot. Yeah, I mean it it's it's probably is enough to buy straight from Pilot, okay. but I mean it's. It's still a lot for them yeah. to make, though. Yeah, and the thing is, they're not at the time. You know, they weren't available in the U.S. They weren't doing the GTEC C in 
Pilot USA very you know, that I don't even think that had been launched over here in the U.S. So, and I don't even know that they were doing refills. You know, they were doing putting GTEC's on the store at state on the shelf at Staples. You know, but I don't know that you could go to Pilot USA and say, "Hey, I need two thousand GTEC-C refills." So as they were having to import those as well. So uh, I, they they had some challenges. Um, most of it in the manufacturing, and they were in since it's a design team, so they were they were really concerned about the the quality of the pin and the pin case that it comes in. I, I've I've done this for you before, right? Listen. Oh, that's the fault tolerance of the the pin barrel and the sleeve that it goes in is ridiculously tight and you know that's one of the things that they one of the challenges that they worked on and you know just to their credit they're perfectionists and they would ship stuff back if it wasn't good enough and you know we had to as as backers we had to wait longer for the final product and some people are still waiting but you know to to their credit if it if it wasn't good enough they sent it back and said do it over again so you're getting a, you're getting a pin that's going to last you a lifetime hopefully yeah so but like you like you alluded to that that's really the pin that kicked it all off i mean it was so above and beyond anyone's wildest expectations i know talking talking to uh Sayway and taylor there i mean there's I, I knew that knocked their socks off and and you know they've had a lot of challenges and they'll they'll be the first to tell you so um but it, it was it's definitely what got the ball rolling so i mean right after that there were a couple more that came out, you know, pretty quickly. The um, the the names on all these are a lot of them are real similar. It's, I guess it's hard to come up with a, a super original name for a pen. Um, the PHX one was one of the the first ones to come up after the um, pen type A, and I ordered one of those as well. And I've talked to uh, talked to the guys that designed it. They're real nice. Um, I think they're they're based in. They're actually a couple of American guys based in China. Um, and they made they kind of took what the pin type A did and expanded on it to really make it a designer's tool. Like the pin type A folks, they made it, it they made the pin with the idea of designers in mind that they would use it in their shops, you know, it's got the ruler, it's got the S straight edge, it's got the the beautiful case and and everything. And the PHX1 took that a little further in making I don't know, a full-on designer's kit type of pen. You know, it fits the high-tech C and the Uniball Sino DX refill will fit in. Um, and it comes on the back end of the pen, has like an exact a spot for an X-Acto knife blade. And the case it comes in has a design ruler, you know, with all kinds of different measurements on, of things I don't know what they mean. And, I mean, it's even got a font size, you know, on this ruler. It's really, it's really well done. Um, the whole package is great. I haven't used the pen that much because it it's more, like I said, it's more of a design tool than a writing pen because the barrel is really long um, to, to fit. You can have the pen and the X-Acto knife in place at the same time. So it's a really kind of a cumbersome if you're going to sit there and write a novel with it, right? But if you're in a design shop where you're putting it up and down, up and down, you know, making marks and rulings and cutting and things, I, I can see it, it working out really well. One of the differences is in, in the PHX-1, and I'm, I'm talking about these, and don't, don't think that you can't get these pins anymore. Everyone who's making these 
Kickstarter pins, they're making them so they can continue selling them after Kickstarter. So if you like some of these, go to their Kickstarter page. We'll link them all in the in the show notes, and you can you can still purchase these pins directly from the from the designers. So I don't want you to think that you know I'm talking about all these pins you can't get anymore. Yeah, they all put links. Mm-hmm. Where there's yeah. where there's a direct link to the to a place to buy the pen, I'll put that in as well. But like the PHX one, you have to find it on their website. They don't have a direct link. It's very peculiar. So I've put mm-hmm. the Kickstarter page in there, and you can find the link to their gotcha. website. And the thing, built. the difference in the pen type A just took the high tech C refill, any tip size. PHX one, what it did was it made a barrel that accepted. You know, if you have your regular plastic barrel high tech C and you screw off the uh, metal tip section that um, that the refill sits in, that piece screws into the PHX one barrel. Um, and the same with the Sino DX. What I didn't like about that pin was one, the size of it was really large for just general writing, and two, the Sino DX. When you take the metal tip from your DX pin that you're going to put into the PHX one barrel, it didn't thread fully. Hmm. Um, you know, you'd thread, you know, like three, four twists and there'd be a gap. It'd be tight and it would stop, but there'd be a gap. Whereas if I took the high tech C metal tip and screwed it on, it would tighten all the way flush. And for someone as anal retentive as me, that drove me crazy. It makes you wonder why I didn't just go with the high tech C. Like yeah. the Sino is nowhere near as big a Colt pen. Right, right. But it, it's honestly in the if we're talking like in, in the occult type pen, it's probably the second most popular right. as far as that type of you know, if people that are buying the high tech C, that's another pen that's reasonably close. It's not the same, but um yeah, I, I would actually like someone to make a dedicated barrel for the DX. I haven't seen that yet, but that's a hint to anyone out there who's wanting to launch a Kickstarter project. The thing is probably not going to sell as many no it's not <laughs> everyone loves the high tech c <laughs> it's a, it's it's even become like a kickstarter cult pen now oh. as well oh yeah completely completely i mean they're out there yeah they're they're launching uh very frequently but the thing is i i haven't everyone that's come up so far has been different enough to where i thought that that's a they did a good job with this with this pen mm. you know the render k is one I, I've talked to the the guys at Keras Customs who make the Render K a bunch, and you know just talking about the design and, and things like that. And I had a prototype of that pen before it was even launched. I really like that one because it's got a it's got a threaded cap and a clip. Um, you know, they all have upside and downside. The downside of the Render K is the cap doesn't post. Um, which when you're making these stainless and aluminum barrels, that's not the easiest thing to do. It can be done. And I know Render K was looking into it at, you know, for, for other options, but I like, I like the, this is the Render K is one of the best feeling in the hand is just far as a standard pen goes, you know, just from a writing perspective, it's, it's the right weight and the right balance and the right feel. Um, and I like that it has a clip because I like to clip things on too my shirt or my pants pocket or something like yeah. that. Um, but the, the render case real nice. And that one actually did very well. Um, from a, from a Kickstarter perspective, they were way overfunded and, um, they're, I think they're still, um, they're still pushing out some, um, still manufacturing some of the pens. Yeah. And the update 25, the $40 group shipped and that was seven days ago. Yeah. So, yeah. They're so they're they're coming out to go. 
quicker quicker now. So uh, I hope to have another one of those here in the once they finish the shipping run. Um, I think I'm on the back end of that one. Um, another one, maybe maybe the second most successful besides the pen type A was called, one called P1 by Premier Pen. Yep. This one I got a sample of early and it really knocked my socks off. The it is a minimalist design and I love it. This I, one was I, quite a, recent, wasn't it? Yeah, it was only a few months ago, mm. back in the late winter, late winter maybe February ish. But you know, what's his name? Steve, I think. Yeah, Steve Black. He um he did a really good job with the design. It's real simple and real basic, but he added in different colored barrels, different finishes to the barrel. You know, everyone's trying to you know put their own spin on what a high tech C barrel should be, and which it, which is good. So they they each have their own ideas. It's I got I have the black one he sent me as a prototype to test out. I loved it and I went in and ordered the uh there's a there was a Kickstarter green barrel that I went in and and pledged for. So uh, I haven't gotten that one yet. There's I think he's just kind of starting the manufacturing process. Yeah, you can't uh, buy those ones at the moment from what I can see. Right. I think he's going to finish up. He's got a uh, what does he got to do? Over 1,500 of these for Kickstarter, and then I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to purchase. But this is this is a really neat design. If if anyone kind of wants an idea, and I know it's kind of a shot in the dark, but if you have the the Coico um, Lilliput fountain pen, just that little um, it's not that small, but that same rounded, sleek, you know, no frills barrel design with a threaded cap. Um, it, it, it's a lot like that, and it feels really good. To write with this has been um this is probably the one i've written with the most out of all the kickstarter pens this is the one I, that i've gotten the most use out of and i've, I've talked about it probably every, every episode what i look for in a pen one of the key things i have to have is portability as awesome as the pen type a is that pen's going to live on my desk you know it, it's not made to be portable i mean yeah you could carry it in your backpack and carry it around but you know, if you're taking it to class or if you're not using it in a design shop, you know, if you're like me, you know, you're using it at the house and then taking it to the office to work. It, it's not really made for that because you got to keep the barrel separate from the sleeve. It, it, there's no you, it's not a pen that's going to slide in your pocket very easily. It's it's very heavy. The, the casing, the render K with the clip and the premier pen, the P1 really help out on the, the portability aspect of it. Um, yeah. It's probably been one of my favorites. It's definitely been the most used by me, the P1, that is. Now, why, why I wanted to talk about the, the Kickstarter stuff today was it, there were two new pins that I had been talking with both the um, designers on that are still in – I guess live on Kickstarter that there's, you know, they haven't closed out. They still, they've both met their funding goal, but they're still accepting backers on the, on the project. And that's the, the TI two pin and the EI MIM pin. Like I said, uh, names are tough to come by <laughs> for these pins. I can't, I don't know that any of these has a great name, but uh, who knows? They're, they're all fine. They all, you know what you're getting. You, they, they're pins that work, so I guess the name doesn't matter. But um, I'm, I'm, I've got samples on the way of both of these, so I can't speak to having used either of these yet. But I, I like what both of these have done. One, the TI-2 has taken either the stainless steel or the aluminum that these other Kickstarter projects have used and 
switched that up and made a titanium barrel. One up them, I think, is probably yep. the right way to look at yeah. it. <laughs> one up, one up them in barrel design. Um, and it's it's real good looking, and it looks like on this one the cap's going to post. There's no clip on the pin, but um, it's got O rings in the grip section and on near the butt of the pin. So the cap should there should be some kind of uh, like a friction um, hold to the to the cap um, covering the tip and also on the on the butt of the pin when you write with it. So I'm anxious to see how that works out. Um, when I get that sample in, I will definitely um, review it just to just to see. It looks like a you know it's a it's kind of a basic design, but it's got it's got the right stuff. I really yeah. like the look of this one. Yeah, it's got it's got like the like the P1 pin. It's a real basic design, but it it had enough of the the right things. And I'm interested to see how the the cap posting works on on this pin. And it's got the different colored O-ring options. If you um, you know, if you're a fan of the blue high tech C as opposed to the black, you can use the the blue O-rings just to kind of you know show the you know what color ink is in the in the barrel. Then the EIMIM is interesting. I also have a sample of this, and I've, I've been talking to uh, Will a bunch, the the creator of this. It's it's different in the fact that it's. I think the barrel is is going to be a lot like the uh, like the P1. It's just a very sleek, no frills barrel, and he's doing a lot of uh, he's doing a different different blasts and coatings on the barrel, um, and. I'm not smart enough to be able to talk about that real well, but he's doing like a um, a glass bead blasted, which is what he alludes to. It's kind of like the uh, the finished on your uh, iOS products, the state, the steel, the aluminum finish on those products. And then he's doing a a black powder uh, coating that looks a little bit uh, more glossy. So I'm I'm anxious to try that. And the neat thing about this is I'm not a I'm not a desk pen fan, right? You know that whole portability thing with me. But what he does is the cap of the pin has a magnet in it. So when it's closed off, it's just, you know, a pin that you can put in your pocket or you're in your pin case and it's real sleek and, you know, no clip or anything protruding on it. But, you know, if you're at home, you can have the stand on, on your desk and you just flip over and pop the magnet in the stand and it holds it at the desk, which I thought was pretty neat because mm-hmm. I, I would never use a pin that was solely a, had like a desk base pin. I just don't have room for that or, any interest in that but this this pin um, goes both ways you can just grab it out of the holder and throw it in your pocket and the, the cap is still on the pin and then it's just held in by a magnet in the base so I thought that was pretty neat and that that's a lot of the high there's more <laughs> there's more I don't want to bore y'all to death the, the high tech C has been such a boon to the the creativity of the, the design of these pin projects on Kickstarter, and I'm sure there's more coming. Um, I, I certainly get emails about them, um, so you know, hopefully they'll keep innovating and keep coming up with new things. And you know, a lot of them have talked about, you know, well, should I do it for the Pilot G2 or the Sino 207, something that's more mainstream? And they they all end up going back to the back to the high tech C. Um, it just seems to have that. I guess the customer that's going to buy the high tech C is the customer that's going to be on Kickstarter to begin with, right? The person buying the the PaperMate or even the G two. How many projects have they backed on Kickstarter, right? It you may not you may be getting outside of your uh, your buyer zone there, if you will. Yeah. But uh, one one other one I, I want to I call it the non high tech C category on Kickstarter. There's there's been several options for um 
you know, I don't want to say custom, but, you know, more one-off, like, wood barrel pens and more, I want to say fine writing instruments. That's actually what they, what they call it on their site. But um, a luxury pen, if you will, a, a non-pilot high-tech C, you know, something that you'd see more more of an executive feel, more of a, you know, gift feel, more of a heirloom feel, um, bolts, fine writing instruments. They um, did a Kickstarter project with these. They use all kinds of different interesting woods to build these pin barrels and they hand turn them and, you know, they make them all themselves. And they actually sent me a sample of it. And this isn't a pin that I considered buying for me just because I didn't think I would use it very much. And, you know, I don't mind spending the money for a pin, but I want to use it if I'm going to do it. And when they sent it to me, it, I was impressed. Um, I didn't, it's one of those things I didn't think I, I would never buy for myself, but once I used it, I was like, wow, this is a really good pen. So the, the guys at Baltz, um, did it, did a really good job and they have a, they have a nice website up where you can check out all the different woods and things that they use. And I've talked to them several times and, uh, real nice guys out of North Carolina, um, you know, that they make a very, very high quality product. I was very pleased with what I saw out of the sample that I received from Baltz. So. Kickstarter is the place to be these days for custom pins. You know, get your uh, get your little pin shop set up, get your lathes and all your materials, and and go to town. I mean, these guys are these guys are doing a really good job, putting a lot of time and effort into designing these pins, and um, I, I'm happy to support them. I have, I'm happy to share their stories on on Pin Addict, and I, I'm glad to be able to talk to a lot of them and. and you know, help them out with questions, you know, about design questions or just, you know, help prom- promote, you know, these guys trying to make it on their own, you know, with their, with their products. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's, it's, like I said, it's only been a year since pen type a has been out there and there's probably been, I don't know how many I covered here, probably six. So there's probably been I bet there's been probably 10 projects, if not more, out there just for pens on Kickstarter. And they're uh, they're coming fast and furious. So hopefully these guys are going to keep uh, one-upping each other and keep coming up with new things to do. Um, because I, I think it's exciting. And I think, you know, I think the vast majority of them are, are fairly priced, you know, for individuals. Not, you know, these are not corporations. These are guys, you know, going down to the, a lot of these guys are, you know, walking down to their own shop and, and milling this stuff. I mean, these are guys making it with their own hands. And, um, you know, I think they'll keep, uh, hopefully keep pushing, keep pushing the designs and, and pushing the, um, you know, the types of pens that they make. And we'll keep seeing more, more cool stuff on Kickstarter. I don't, I don't see it slowing down. That's for sure. There you go. It's cool. So have you heard me ramble enough? Never enough. <laughs> but I, I, I do get several questions about Kickstarter pen, types of pens. You know, that's a, that's a real hard one for me to answer. Like, which one should I get? Because these are real. Most of these are very specific use type pens, right? You know, it's e- it's easy to recommend. You know, some generic gel pens, or you know, I'm a student and I need to write these notes and I need to write them fast. But when you're trying to decide, okay, I like the high tech C. I want to upgrade the barrel. How do I choose? And you know, you just you got to read through all the descriptions and watch all the videos. The videos are really good and really telling. And you know, figure out what what features are important to you. You know, do you need the cap to post? You know, 
that's a big deal to some people. I, I like caps the post. Do you need a clip on the pen? You know, those type of things. Narrow it down and, and see if you find one you like. That's what it boils down to. That's cool. Thank you very much for sharing them. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Brad, where can people find you online if they want to keep up with your Kickstarter love? <laughs> you can see me on my new uh, Squarespace site, penaddict.com. <laughs> uh, and you can catch me on Twitter at Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. You can email me. My email address is vpenaddict at gmail.com. But even easier now that I'm on Squarespace, I've set up a contact button and people are already using it, which is awesome. So um, there's you go to penaddict.com slash contact. See, kind of like the 70decibels.com slash contact. Yeah. It goes straight to me, and I'm, I, I really like that aspect of, of Squarespace. We didn't mention that. So I have a nice little contact button on my page. How about you, Mike? Where can people get in touch with you? Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm imike, I-M-Y-K-E on Twitter. Awesome. And don't forget, if you're, a, if you're an iTunes user, please uh, please rate and review us. We would love you even more uh, if, if you do. Indeed. And we love you a lot already. If, if it was even possible for us to love you more than we already do, then that would be <laughs> a way for us to do it. Thank you very All much right. for listening to this episode of the Pen Addict Podcast. Until next time, thank you, Brad, and uh, we'll talk next week. Thank you, Mike. I will talk to you then. Cheers. Bye.